The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. So, we're going to go through the, the whole album? Is that what we want to do? Kind of go track by track? Like our thoughts on it, or... Do we, okay, so do we want to start at the track by track, or start with general impressions, and then go track by track? Oh, God. That's a lot of... A lot of decisions, I know. it's Right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, how long do we want this episode to be? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I, I think an hour-long episode on this is, might be a little intense. Is is track by track too much? Do we want to just kind of do general impressions and highlights? Or we can just say, does anybody have any, uh, it's like, what do we think of this song? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Or something, I don't know. And well, no, because that's gonna that's gonna bring us into into discussing and stuff. I mean, I wrote notes for just like a couple of, of things that I that I thought of for most of the tracks. Just one line here. Look there. at Brandon. He's just you're such a you're such a good boy. Such a good boy. I can't help it. It's the nerd in me. <laughs> it's the price you pay for being a big time uh, podcast producer slash uh, host these days. It's the cross I bear that effed up my back. <laughs> That's the one that effed up your back? No, it was putting on my underwear yesterday, effed up my back. <laughs> oh, ah, gotta love getting old, right? Listen up. Listen up. Listen up. <laughs> Listen up. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. Listen up. Listen up, listen. Listen up, man. Listen up, assholes. Listen up. All righty, guys. Welcome to another episode of Listen Up. Today in the studio, Brandon and I have a special guest, our longtime show friend slash enemy, Kevin Lassard. Hi, everybody. Yay, we're Kevin's really here. In the studio. Well, we're in our own individual studios thanks to this damn disease. Yep. Okay, I guess so. And not distance. Distance so. has nothing at all to do with the fact that we're not all sitting together. No. It's purely the COVID. Nope, because we've had to be we've had to be spread to the wind yep. in uh, separate locations so that if any one of us so that you can't kill all of us at mm -hmm. the same time, like the yeah, it's like how the president and the vice president have to fly in separate planes. <laughs> We're all designated survivors. And yep. let's be honest: if anybody's going to kill the group, it's going to be me. You, you <laughs> I, know how reckless and carefree I am out in the wild. I don't know. I can imagine some people from the kibosh days who would probably want to kill us. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> like that dude at the trailer park who we woke up at 11 o'clock at night oh uh, yes or the guy messing around with brandon's pedal board in the uh, wheelchair had to get kicked uh, yeah oh, that sounds so much worse than it actually was the guy in the wheelchair <laughs> that we had to kick <laughs> way to go all right well do we explain that or do we just let that one live no, I say we do the intro again. <laughs> no, no, good. This is perfect. All right. This is our this is this is our third episode, our fourth episode in our special Pearl Jam 
Gigaton series. Yay, special Gigaton episodes. We love it. Yeah. Thank you, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam is so awesome. They're so good to us. They are. So we've had the announcement of a tour and a new album. And then we had the first single come out. And then we had the second single come out. And then we had had the the tour canceled. Yeah, postponed. 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 That's what I was going to say. We had the tour postponed. My my (sighs) my date is still technically going ahead. They haven't postponed the Budapest show yet, so I'm like holding my thumbs that that still happens. As of this recording, who knows when this comes out? Yeah, as of this recording, at least. Yeah. Well, I'm certainly glad that I didn't buy tickets for the uh, Oklahoma City show now, because. Who knows whenever that's going to happen. If they keep the uh, European tour dates, it, dude, it might be next year before we see Pearl Jam. So, Yeah, but if you had those tickets, like they're going to honor them. It's not like they're going to be like, nope, you wasted your money. Peace. No, I know that, but I'm hoping that between this time and that time, they just uh, announce like an Austin show or a Dallas or a Houston show or a San Antonio show or something in Texas. Or Waco show. Yeah, a right. He- a Hewitt show. <laughs> a Hewitt, Texas show. Yeah. We're going to play for 40 people. Woo! Yeah, at the middle school. Yeah, right. Oh, man. But now we have the actual album out. And we've listened to it. Right, Harry? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, that was questionable. Yes. Yeah, I still don't have my Apple Music. Why did you cancel that? So it was mostly a cost. Well, it was a cost issue, and I I was using my satellite radio more. Oh. Okay. Uh, so I had to decide between the two music services, and then the like after I canceled it, I was like, ah, oh, why did I do that? Because <laughs> I realized how much I use it, and so mm-hmm. now I'm in the process Instant of cancel. Yes, and now I'm in the process of canceling my satellite radio and going back to Apple Music. So, oh. so I'm going to miss out on Pearl Jam Radio, which kind of sucks, but have to make sacrifices. Yeah, it's a tough time out there. Right? Yeah. But we have a new Pearl Jam to uh, help us get through. That's right. So and it is It is helping us get through, I think. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Gigaton is out now in stores streaming floating across it, the interweb i okay so i don't know this the condition in the u.s but is it actually literally in stores like are there record stores or stores where you can buy this album open in america uh, i would say yes in certain states well i would imagine it's at like walmart target which are both open no yeah 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 i saw it at target yeah really those are still open oh yeah yeah, because they sell groceries. God, that seems like like if I wanted to catch COVID, like the first thing I would do is go to Walmart. No, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Which is why I don't go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's an absolutely yeah. like don't have another choice. Need something at Walmart. Yeah. All right. So Walmart doesn't exist in Germany uh, or or really anything like that. And any store that would sell records or CDs is definitely closed 
for now in Germany. Then how did you listen to it, Kevin? I downloaded it on iTunes. iTunes Deutschland? It, well, that's a a not funny or interesting story. Um, <laughs> I still had an New Zealand iTunes account. Oh, cool. And I was going to download it on that because that's usually what I use. But my payment method had expired and they wouldn't mm -hmm. let me put on a German payment method on a New Zealand iTunes account. So I had to convert it to a German iTunes account so that I could update the payment method so that I could buy this album. So does your um, New Zealand music that you've bought from iTunes still play with German iTunes or do you have to like it, sign in and sign out to, to do no, that? No, every, everything still seemed to, to come over nice and easy. Oh, okay. uh, what it is is that I can no longer um, download new apps that are New Zealand exclusive, which doesn't really affect oh. me anyway. Because they don't really have any apps that are New Zealand exclusive? They they do. They do. The Air New Zealand app at one point was New Zealand exclusive, but since I already have that on my phone, which I don't really need that anymore either, yeah, it really doesn't affect me. Like I said, like there's nothing interesting or exciting about this story. Like it's really You're right. You were right. <laughs> you can't you can't catch your New Zealand Pokemon in Pokemon Go anymore? Nope, not at all. Oh not man, all. that's the worst part right there. Yep. All right, guys. So let's get into this gigaton. How did how did how did how did you listen to it, Harry? Uh, YouTube. YouTube is actually. I was surprised by the uh, ease of being able to like listen and watch the first album. Uh, it, you know, it's crazy to me that you've got all these services that are that you pay for streaming. And I know YouTube's trying to get into this YouTube music thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's crazy to me that like, you could just basically go to YouTube and listen to pretty much whatever you want. And so you watch the visualizer? Yes. Version of that? Yes, sir. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you think that, um, that influenced the, your, your experience of it? Uh, maybe a little or bit. Were you not really watching it? You had sleep. It, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of a little of both. Um, the visualizer, I don't know it. There's not a ton of differentiation between them. So, I mean, I guess if you really wanted to like trip out and sit there and watch it for 40 minutes or whatever this album is. Oh, dude, that's uh, a sweet idea. Yeah. Get, <laughs> get some mushrooms and uh, watch the visualizer be kind of cool. But uh, no, I pretty much just listened to most of it. I listened to it on since I guess nobody's going to ask me how I listened to it, but uh... <laughs> how did you listen to it? I know how you, I was going to say, I know how you listen to it, Brandon. Did you listen to it on the oh, CD? Yeah, how did I listen to it? Oh, you bought like eight different copies. You probably listened to it on vinyl and then on CD to uh, hear the differences. You probably watched it on YouTube and then, uh, no, I don't know. Wrong. Yes. Wrong. <laughs> because I, I ordered, my plan was, to order the CD from 10 Club mm -hmm. because I didn't know if that version would be different than the versions in the store. So that's my that's my little nerd uh, part of it. And um, then I was going to get the vinyl from the local 
um, independent uh, book record store, Sundance Books, because I was like, oh, hey, you know, independent local store. Might as well, you know, give them money instead of, you know, Amazon or anything like that. And plus it was, was like, eh, it might be cheaper than uh, than from the uh, uh, the Pearl Jam store since it was like 40 bucks or whatever like that. And then like at least like 10 bucks in shipping or something like that. Right. And so I did that and then everything went to hell. Right. Right. So I couldn't get to the stores. So on the Friday it came out. I had to listen to it on Apple Music. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't until I think uh, the Wednesday after, it was like the Wednesday or Thursday after that the CD finally came in the mail. Right. So I was like, okay, yay, now I have the CD and I can look at the artwork and stuff. And then a week after it came out, the... uh, the record store called me and said, Hey, we got your record in. <laughs> I was like, yay. And Ooh. I said, okay. And you can't come to the store to pick it up. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we were doing uh, curbside pickups for a couple days. And then the governor said, uh, we can't do that anymore. I said, but we can mail it to you. I said, okay, cool. Give me, give them my information. And so then that Friday they said, okay, we're going to put it in the mail. And then next day I got it in the mail. Wow. I was like, Whoa, that was awesome. USPS for the win. Nice. Yeah, so I got I got I got I got my vinyl and I have my CD now finally over a week since uh it actually came out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's have, uh have that's you, quite a story, Brandon. Have you actually Much listened to it on the CD and on the vinyl? Uh the CD, yes. And the vinyl new. No. Okay. I think I'm gonna uh, listen to that today. I showed my uh, I showed my kid. It's like, oh, look at this, and it's all like shiny and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh wow, can we listen to it on the turntable? It's like, yes, we will, but not today, because uh, daddy's got some uh, business to take care of. But the podcast, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, nice. All right, well, yeah. let's get into this, guys. So, initial impression. Kevin, I'm going to let you go first since you're the uh, since you're the guest. Well, thank you very much, Harry. You're such a, a kind and uh, respectful guy. Um, Respect going to come through, Harry. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I thought this. So, uh, as a preface, my favorite album, Pearl Jam album, is Binaural. Oh. I thought. I thought this was the best album since Binaural that they've released and maybe in my top three or four. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't think there was, having listened to it through a few times now, um, I don't think there's really a skippable track on this like there has been on a lot of other albums. Um, it's not quite as dynamic and fresh and exciting as like 10 and versus and vitology were. Uh, but I don't think that, do you think that's because, do you think that's because Pearl jam was so, uh, so new and such a explosive force on the scene when they came about? Yeah. And yeah, I think now it's, yeah, I think it's unreasonable to expect them to continue to be new and explosive for 30 years. 
Right. And so they're not, but I think it's a really strong album. And the biggest impression I got from it is that I'm excited to hear how these songs get interpreted live because all of them sound like they're going to be good live tracks. And for those people listening, if you're new and explosive for 30 years, you should see your doctor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, that was my impression is I came away from my first listen thinking like, Oh my God, I hope I hear all 12 of these on tour, which I probably won't. So that'll be the other interesting question is which of these songs don't become sort of live staples. Yes. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That's always kind of the interesting thing with songs, uh, you know, especially with Pearl Jam having such an enormous catalog of songs. Which ones are they going to play? Which ones are they going to play, you know, that are going to be super rare? Um, You know, who's going to be lucky enough to hear that one weird song or that, you know, that song that they just never seem to make, never seems to make it to the set list. And I think that's kind of one of the cool things is that, um, you know, songs that, you may consider like not necessarily some of their stronger stuff, like stuff that, that um, kind of goes to the wayside a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And then they play it only at like one or two shows. And it's like, Oh crap. Now that song's not, you know, it might not be strong, but it is one of the very rare opportunities you get to hear it. Yeah. And, it, beca- uh, it becomes a highlight. Yes. Yes. So that was my first impression. I'm curious to hear what you guys thought of it on their on your first impression because I've not had a chance, like I, like I said before, to really talk to anyone about this in the last week. So I'm curious to hear other people's opinions. I'll go next. That's thought, a good idea. Yeah, because we don't want to have you know. I I want to I want hair. I want to drop the mic. You know, potato French fries and uh, say uh, follow that, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah great great go ahead um i liked that it was kind of a return to pearl jam albums opening with a little sort of sound interlude sort of thing mm-hmm. they're kind of like oh here we go everybody get ready we're gonna have a pearl jam song pearl jam album instead of you know just starting with the songs right out mm-hmm. right like 10 verses of vitology and stuff you gotta kind of like the sounds and stuff and then, um, and then the next, and you have that like odd sort of bass just boom before the song starts and stuff like that. Just kind of like, oops, made a mistake. Oh, shut up, everybody, we're getting ready. Come on, Jeff, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's, I think that's kind of a good uh, introduction that the uh, the bass is real, as as the kids say, daddy thick, mm-hmm. and it's got Ooh. a real thick bass line with two C's. The bass is real kind of prominent and like oh yeah mm-hmm. it's like thicker than a snicker <laughs> <laughs> i have to um, you haven't heard that is, no is that something no. the kids are saying these days is that like absolutely it is you got to stay connected to these kids get all the slang man thicker than a snicker heavy like a chevy mm-hmm. <laughs> well that could just be because of texas so yeah no i, I, I think... relate back to trucks well, all right then, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that um, that and like the kind of guitar tone I noticed was really sort of at least I think probably probably the Eddie guitar tone was really sort of bright and sounded like bridge pickup Telecastery 
like right on the edge of overdrive like almost sort of annoying but i mean that's just what he does so it's kind of like ah okay i guess i can <laughs> thanks a lot eddie <laughs> but yeah over, overall yeah it was real real good real awesome just kind of oh it's new pearl jam and you got to get used to it kind of it, uh, a lot of people's first thoughts might be less like this isn't a pearl jam album this doesn't sound like pearl jam but i mean at least to me like most like almost all their albums are like that i mean versus doesn't sound anything like 10 really right vitology doesn't sound anything like the other two and so it's it's kind of Pearl Jam is playing it, so it is a Pearl Jam album. So you just gotta kind of, kind of get used to it. That's kind of like, okay, this is just how this one sounds. So right. it's it is good. So yeah, yeah. So I uh, would have to agree with you, gentlemen. I also believe this album is a contender. For top five for me, uh, I like the fact that it like kind of like you said, it is a new album with the Pearl Jam's tinge put on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it is very, um, you know, it's different. It's different than any than stuff that they've put out in the past, which is, I think, what artists, good artists strive for is to create something that isn't in the space now. Mm -hmm. And I think they did a pretty good job at kind of filling in that little crack of, um, you know, uh, alternative rock with a little bit of pop kind of put into it. Um, and I think that, uh, it had, a couple of highlights for me. Uh, I really enjoyed the song uh, Seven O'Clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it just, I know there's going to be a lot of haters out there because people are going to say, oh, it's not Pearl Jam that I fell in love with. And yes, that is true. It is not the Pearl Jam that I fell in love with. It is not the Pearl Jam that I you know, that brought me to the level of enjoyment that I have for Pearl Jam. However, I applaud the, uh, the effort and the fact that they're willing to step outside their comfort zone to bring us something that is not just the same old, same old status quo album. Do you think... Yeah, you change or you die. Yeah. Do you think that there's anything... Um, April, my wife is the one who who uh, asked this of me when I first played Dance of the Clairvoyance for her. Do you think there is any sort of cynical trying to appeal to the kids-ness in how much this album is different from what they previously did? I don't know if it's so much as appeal to the kids. Um, you know, I think that Pearl Jam has never really been in the sp- the headspace of like let's sell albums i feel like they've always kind of been uh you know especially in their later uh endeavors i don't feel like it's been a let's sell albums thing i think that it is just a natural evolution of a artist or a group of artists that um you know want to create something that's just not the same i think uh, you know even when we were in 
kibosh, you know, there was something to being similar, but not wanting to sound the same as everybody else. Right. Uh, you know, and I think one of the good, we couldn't sound like anybody else. (laughs) Well, I, I don't think that was the thing. I don't think that, well, I mean, I did, I think we did have efforts there where we were like, oh, I want my music to sound like this, or I want it to sound like that. But really, like, I liked the fact that we didn't sound like any other band. And there were plenty of bands, if you think about it, in the time that we were all together playing music, the number of bands that came and went that, you know, may have been popular and like a flash in the pan type thing, Mm. all really kind of sounded like somebody else. They sounded like somebody else's music. Mm -hmm. You mean like the bands that we played with, like the local bands or the, 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 just in the greater music universe? No, I mean like the, the stuff that was around in Reno that we were playing with. Okay. So... Uh, sorry to any local Reno bands, but, uh, part of the reason that I'm saying this too, is that I just happened to be going through my computer. I was trying to clear out some files and I came across a couple of attack tracks that we recorded and also a couple of, um, the tracks that we recorded that I recorded with Pete and, uh, this guy, Mike for the band, um, uh, victory calls and i was listening to some of that stuff and was like gosh dang it man like these like pete had a really good way of like writing stuff that was just different and i think that's kind of one of the cool ties together that we all have is that we've all got a chance to play with pete Mm -hmm. and experience his artistic brilliance you know he he was always kind of like trying to write something different and weird and fun Mm -hmm. and uh I think that's kind of what an artist does, you know. I think you get stuck in creating something and it's like, god, just been creating the last the same thing for the last 30 years like I don't know. Yeah. I think I think that there is definitely some modern musical influence on this album. Um right. But I could I attributed that to the fact that like as a band their ears are still open. Like they're not sort of locking themselves into the nostalgia act box you know they're still listening to what's on the radio they're still listening to what their kids presumably are listening to and they're still being influenced by that soundscape and i think that that's a good and healthy thing as a band you know one of the things that um like from the the bill simmons podcast when they had uh when he had eddie and jeff on that i noticed is he was just sort of uh, like hammering the fact a lot. It's like, oh, what's there's no rock nowadays. There's no good rock on the radio. Oh, it's all oh this new music. Blah blah blah. And it's just like, shut up, man. There's tons of rock out there. <laughs> you just, it's just not, you're not going to hear it on the radio. You gotta, you know, go to people's band camps and listen to it and and all that sort of stuff. And and and, and you know, people who know about Pearl Jam know about Pearl Jam. They're just not popular. Everybody's not listening to it anymore. But, you know, they're still out there. They're still doing their thing. And some people like it. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Well, and part of that, too, is that, you know, uh, he's trying to say, like, oh, there's no good rock out there. It's not on the radio or whatever. It's like music is evolving. It's constantly evolving. It's like, yeah, we're also not hearing, you know, a uh, big band. We're not hearing, like, 1940s swing. We're not hearing, like, yeah, we're not hearing that stuff anymore. Is music changes, and I think the the ones who survive get good at changing with, um, with what you know 
the the direction of music, but being able to keep that that sound, their sound, you know, and I think Pearl Jam's done a really good job about that. I think they've been able to evolve. And like you said, Kevin, like the nostalgia act thing is a huge thing because most of the bands that were doing what Pearl Jam was doing in the 90s have become just that, the nostalgia act, the, hey, I want to go hear, you know, this band because they had three songs from 20 years ago and that's what I want to hear, mm-hmm. you know, and I think Pearl Jam's managed to escape that, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Green Day has had their whole catalog and the one record that was like, uh, you know, a musical or whatever, but then right. how can you tell the difference between all the different albums and, you know, Weezer, how can you tell the difference between all those albums? Not to, you know, diss anybody, but I mean, if you are playing this sort of same stuff over and over again, you're going to get kind of bored uh, unless, you know, you're making tons of money, then you're like, oh, well. I want to do the same stuff over and over again because that's how I get money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you are right. I mean, if you really think about it, you know, as much as I love Weezer, if you listen to their songs, like unless you're a hardcore Weezer fan, but like like if you're a casual Weezer fan and you listen to Weezer and somebody took their entire catalog and like put it out there, I think very few people could be like, oh, yeah, this is like 90s Weezer oh, this is 2000s Weezer, you know what I mean? Or, oh, this is off of that particular album, unless it's one of their you know major hits or whatever, just because it all is kind of in that, has that sound, that same sound of, mm-hmm. you know, kind of being repetitive. Yeah, you really only need Weezer's self-titled album, and then you've pretty much got the, <laughs> got the whole catalog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a good one, Kevin. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, you, you just need um, um, Seals self-titled album, right? Yeah. <laughs> or Chicago. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, Chicago. That's pretty awesome. Damn. Uh, so, Brandon, are you? Did you have a star rating for this album, Brandon? Uh, no, I haven't star rated it yet. I, I think no. that a lot of people, at least in the in the Pearl Jam podcast sphere, are like, I got to be the first to to review it. I've got to you know have the hottest freshest take to it but i mean you're gonna listen to it and feel one way and think about it one way and then you're gonna sit with it and then think about it a different way and you're you know you're gonna get used to it it's just you know like a hot bath is like oh crap it's too hot i can't do it and then you know after a while you're like oh this is perfect i don't want to you know get out it's 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 great as i'm adjusted to it or whatever and then you know right then it gets cold and you want to get out but Mm -hmm. (laughs) right Not necessarily that that's going to happen with this album, but it's sort of like your initial, I think the initial sort of feeling you have for it is, is one thing, but you shouldn't be too attached to it because you're going to think about it differently as you, you know, grow and you get to a different part of your life and everything. And I think especially now with, um, with the, the pandemic going on that you're going to feel a different way about it. I, especially like lyrically and stuff, then, you know, further on down the road when, I don't know, depending on how things change and everything like that. So are you saying that you want to get back together in a couple months and reevaluate the album? We could. I, mean, I think you got to give That it, might be a good idea. I think you got to give it a year at least. Well, maybe not that long, but. <laughs> well, no, I mean, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> a, a chance to to hear some of these songs live, whether it's through bootlegs or through the album a chance right. to be 
like legitimately a few months away from the first wave of the of the pandemic. Right. Like provided we all survive through it. Right. God, I hope this isn't the last pod listen up podcast that we do when, when you and, and Brandon are having to be like, well, we have some sad news to report. Uh, <laughs> Harry is no longer alive because he's an idiot. Yeah. And he went into the universe. So, but if we, but if you do, uh, I, I don't know. At least my family will have these podcasts to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that got dark real quick. That did. That did. Let's, One anyhow. Thing, another thing about this album that it, it immediately, I think, grabbed me a little bit more than Lightning Bolt did. And, but it still is a little front loaded because you have like the last three songs on this one are a little bit slower than necessarily downers, but they are, you know, slower tempo ones. And it's kind of like, ah, damn it. They did it again. But I mean, you know, it felt a little bit more optimistic and a little bit more hopeful, I think at the end of it, than sort of like downery sort of, ah, geez. Okay. I'm done listening to this album now. Well, the only, the only critique or criticism that I have for this album, and I guess I should have brought this up when I was talking about it, is I kept waiting for like a song to punch me in the face. And I was a little bit disappointed by that. I was a little bit disappointed for like I wanted I wanted something to come along and just kick me in the nuts. And uh, it, it never happens in this album. So I was a little bit disappointed by that. But I think the quality of the album overall still kind of outshines that desire for me to to want to, you know. What, Quick Escape didn't do it for you? No, even then, like, it, I thought it was good. But again, I kept waiting for that, like, I don't know. I kept waiting for that, um, you know, uh, uh, like, I don't know. I just kept waiting for that moment of, of like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you, you were waiting for uh, do the evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah. That's what I, <laughs> I was, I was just waiting for, for that moment, you know, mm-hmm. and I just felt like it never came. That's all. I, I keep saying it over and over and it's still the same. So I think that's fair. I felt that with quick escape. For, right. for me, that was the song that, like, because that single came out right before the album did. And when I first heard that single, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Well, see, you said that. You said, oh, like, the song is awesome. Where's it been my whole life? And I was like, oh, cool, because I hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, oh, good. Like, something, like, heavy, something hard. And then I and then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, this isn't. I think my expectation was just higher than I'm sorry. than reality. I'm sorry, Harry. That's that, my fault. That's not your fault. No, no, no. You're allowed to enjoy that song as much as you want. You know, I'm not the gauge of enjoyment, so uh, it's uh, it's actually my fault. Like I said, because I think I set <laughs> a, a precedent for what I was expecting, and then um, felt let down. Well, Pearl Jam has never been like a super heavy, like hard band. They have a couple songs like that, but I mean, it's not like what their what their signature is, right? And that's uh, part of it. Was just I was just hoping for that, like, uh, you know, I was just hoping for one of those moments in the album. That's all. So, do we want to uh, come back 
and 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 uh, kind of have ratings for this album. Ooh. Maybe like go and like, like in a couple months. Like a, yeah, kind of like have a. This is our. These songs are. I mean, we can kind of go a little bit break into each of the tracks, kind of like uh, after we've sat with it for a little bit and say, this one's like these ones aren't the ones that I was too. Uh, uh, impressed by and then these ones are the ones that i i, I really really liked so i kind of do like a, a reverse order so you know we could do that there. we could do that and then i think we could save like kevin was saying we could save for one down further down the road for like our impressions of any of the live the you know the live versions of them mm-hmm. that might be kind of a cool idea mm-hmm. so yeah i'm down for that so in a couple maybe in a couple weeks couple months or whatever we uh we sit down again and discuss the tracks track by track after we've had some time to marinate yeah yeah and then everybody else who's been listening to it has uh some time too so that they have their own thoughts and opinions on it too and yeah it's 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 new and exciting and shiny and stuff like that so there's that that's gotta i think wear off a little bit till you're kind of like okay yeah i'm uh I'm ready to really think about this and dive in as opposed to just being so like blinded by, right. the, by, you know, the, the light. cover of the CD, you know, yeah. <laughs> blinded by the light. Revved up like a, dude. uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this episode up then since my, uh, time is running short. Let's wrap it up. Gentlemen. All right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks well, so much for inviting me, guys. No, thanks for being on, Kevin. We know yeah. you're. It's like I said. It's I know it's past your bedtime. Yeah. Uh, over there in Germany, it is. You know, being. What time is it over there? Uh, it is five thirty-eight p.m. So yeah. Ooh, yeah. For forty minutes past bedtime. It is. Yeah. On a Sunday. Ooh. Yeah. I, um. Go ahead. I didn't even go to church today, so I'm like already on thin ice. Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, are we going to plug anything, Kevin? You got anything to uh, plug? I got absolutely nothing to plug, no. Cool. <laughs> uh, wash your hands. Don't be racist. There you go. <laughs> Two excellent things to plug. Brandon, I know you've got a bunch of plugs. Not a bunch. Just Where the, can people find band. you, Brandon? Well, it's the, the Better Band podcast that you can search betterbandpod.com and uh social medias under that and everything i have we 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 have uh uh, uh credits and stuff at the end too i know harry awesome. you have something new i do i actually, actually uh plug. right i have a new uh podcast that i've been working on with uh, one of my coworkers called whoa whoa what it is a uh podcast where i sit down with some of the educators from our school um and we talk about stuff not necessarily education related uh you know that kind of thing and so you can find that uh whoa whoa what if you search that on itunes we just got approved on itunes which is awesome um so go there give that a listen see what you think uh you can find us on spotify oh yeah it's all over the place Apple, Google, Spotify, like a whole bunch of other ones that I wasn't even sure what the heck they were. <laughs> uh, so you can find us there. Also, uh, if you're looking for us on Facebook or you want to email, you can email us at whoa, whoa, what pod at gmail.com. If 
you want to be a guest on the show, it would be awesome. Uh, just email us. So what, what do people have yeah. to search to get your cameo, Harry? Cameo. Word there's a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh Oh, there's a cameo. What? Yeah. Word up. And they found, and, uh, you guys and, don't know about cameo. Is that not, is that only a thing in Europe? No, no. Cameo is a thing here okay, too. Okay. Harry just might not be up with it. Cause it's not something the kids are talking about. Ah, okay. What is cameo? Cameo is where you can pay some celebrity or something like that, some amount of money, and then they'll make like a little video for you. Yeah, yeah, okay, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I don't do that, not yet. Don't worry, it'll be there. It'll be there soon. Yeah, dude, that's. If anybody wants to give me five bucks to make Kevin a video, I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe maybe someone does want to do that, right? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this episode. Hope everyone enjoyed listening. We are going to sign off. Bye, everybody. Listen up.